All right, this is The Right Track with Brad, and today we have Rachel Harwood, and we're gonna be talking about uh, music. So, just the gift from God of music. Yeah. Um, I always hear you, like, in church, like, uh-huh. sing your voice. Yeah. And singing. Uh, like, you know how, like, John, like, is, like, super loud with his yes. voice? Yes. You're, like, the John for, like, females, <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Like, I think it's cool because your voice is actually, like, really... Nice for hearing. Thank you, I appreciate it. Did, did, how long have you like been singing? Like growing up, was that like something you always had? Yeah, I <clears throat> I grew up singing. Like my dad was in choir. He's he's a singer as well. So I grew up with him singing to me sleep to like go to sleep and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. So he used to sing me Lullaby by Billy Joel every night to help me go to sleep. So. It's just kind of been a thing in my family, music in general, but definitely singing. I couldn't tell you like a definite day or like age right. when I started. But do you do any instruments? I yeah, I play oh, French yeah, horn. Oh, you do. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, so I actually started on trumpet in sixth grade, and then like yeah. switched over to French horn in sixth grade as well. So my mom was in band, so she's. I love her to death, and she'll say this. She's not the best singer, but she she makes a glorious noise to the Lord. That's what she says. Oh, okay, I like that. And, I like that. Um, so I definitely got like band from her, and then singing from my dad. So. So what made you start with the trumpet? Was that just one of those like beginner instruments that you're gonna most yeah. people kind of start with? My brother played trumpet. So I wanted to, and I knew I wanted to play a, bra- a brass instrument. Yeah. Um, so because I, they're gold, and gold is like number yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. So I decided trumpet, but then I switched to French horn. Not even a year into playing the trumpet, so. Oh, so how? Obviously, I know what a trumpet is, but like, yeah. how different is the French horn? Um, it's, it's not. So so different that it'd be like crazy to switch like it's a normal progression kind of um but it's like it's different 100% like your your fingerings for certain notes are different and then like the way you put your mouth on your mouthpiece is different the mouthpiece in itself is very very different so I mean it's definitely harder to play horn than it is to play trumpet but it's not oh. so different that it's like a new thing, I guess you could say. What's the hardest brass instrument to play? I mean, that depends. It has to be tuba, right? Tuba's like huge. Yeah, tuba is really hard. I would say they're all hard for their own like perspective points, but a lot of people say horn is the hardest because you have to have a good like ear is what they call it. Uh, like, you have to be able yeah. to hear the note. I mean, not a lot of people have that, like, naturally. You have to train it. Yeah, what's that called? It's like, because it's like, it's not tone deaf. It's like, being good well, at it. Right. There's like, perfect pitch. I do not have perfect pitch. I wish. And that's for recognizing? Yeah, so like, I could tell what, like, a random note is that you hear. Like, this guy in high school, he was in my section in band, and he told me, tell me like what the bell was when we were to switch classes and stuff like that he knew what pitch it was that's crazy yeah yeah so that's like 
It's mainly ear training. That's what they do is just train their ear to make sure that they know certain pitches. So if you wanted to, you could learn. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're tone deaf, you're just kind of... How do you know if you're tone deaf? Because, like, can't you just think to yourself, like, oh, I just don't know it because I haven't practiced it? Well, some people, like, they genuinely can't tell the difference between, like... Even with, like, um, they're, like, people speaking, they can't tell, like, when you go up and down in pitch when you speak, either. Just speaking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Hmm. I was talking to somebody from church the other day that's a middle school choir teacher, and she was saying, she's like, I used to think that everyone could sing, but they can't. She said, I taught one of my friends in college, or tried to teach her how to sing, and she just couldn't hear the notes. Because when I think of people not being able to sing, it's because their voice isn't good. Right. And there is that, too. Like, yes. you can practice and, like, use certain vocal techniques and stuff like that to be able to sing. But then there are some people that just, like, will never be able to sing. Because they just can't hear the pitches. It's kind of like if people speak monotone. That's, like, a pretty... I think it's a good good indication that they might be tone deaf. Oh, wow, yeah. That's interesting. So, can you tell when people are, like... Like, like do you know... You probably notice it more than others yeah. because you're in... Like, just because you grew up playing it. Or playing <laughs> instruments and singing. Yeah, I can definitely... I can tell who's, who's naturally good at singing or, like, music in general. But also, I can tell who's like been in choir. Like, yeah. I can if I'm standing next to you and you're singing next to me, I can tell if you've been in choir before, and not just like elementary choir. Oh wait, that's but, cool like, too. That okay, that's actually cool. Yeah, because so, there's like specific sounds that you make in choir that like you just wouldn't make if you just learn, like if you just naturally know how to sing. Right. So yeah. when when you're in church and. Like, at Rich Pond, there's, like, the college section. Yeah. And, you know, odds are you're going to be by different people every time. Mm-hmm. Because nobody really sits in the same seat every time. Right. Some people do if it's, like, in the front. Um, might be around the same people. But you're usually in, like, a different spot. So you're, you're going to hear other people's voices. Mm-hmm. So do you notice that a lot when you're singing? Or are you able to kind of tune it out and be like, all right, I'm just, I'm worshiping right now? I mean, it definitely depends on the day. Like, sometimes when I, like, really feel convicted, especially about, like, just something in the week and stuff like that, I mainly just don't even try to listen to people around me, and I don't really care what I sound like to begin with. Um, And just really trying to worship the Lord, which I've been really... I've struggled with a lot, is just, like, caring what I sound like when I'm worshiping. Yeah. Um... Because I know other people can hear me. And I never want to <laughs> yeah. make a sound, a bad sound, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I do, I do hear other people listen. Like, I love, it helps me worship better when I hear other people worshiping next to me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I love, like, hearing Paul and um, John. Because I know that they're, like, they're just singing from... For the Lord, yeah, and yeah. from their soul. Yeah, because the worst is when. Well, I mean, not not the worst, but like, uh, 
like you'll be singing and there's like people next to you like are just kind of like either just mouthing it or not very singing it yeah. very loud and like it, it's I'm not I'm not like criticizing people who aren't like wanting to sing or like maybe they're new to church and they don't feel comfortable yeah. or whatever but um but the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it, it's it's an encouragement when you're with other people who are also singing because it's like, oh, cool, like, you're doing this too, like, we're all in, so, because yeah. um, I, I was kind of similar to where, I was like, man, I just, I just don't really want to, like, I just don't want to sing it, like, I'm cool with listening to it, reading the words, like, yeah. I'll be here for it, but uh, that was most of the time, like, growing up, I would say, yeah, just going to church, and, uh, just, you know, I, I like listening to it. Honestly, there's times where I just, I just want to listen to it, like, now. But um, it's just cool to kind of see your, your, like, desires change and your life change where it's like, well, no, I want to sing now. Like, yeah. I want to sing, like, for God. So that, that's cool. But um can't say it's, like, every time. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Do you like singing, like, all the time? Or is it just like, oh, cool, we're, we're worshiping today. Let's do it. Yeah. I now in my point in like the point of my life that I'm in now I love singing all the time like every time we sing I like singing um like a year ago I would say no that I hated it um wow yeah and that was for any kind of singing not just in church yeah and I liked singing at church but I hated singing if that makes sense like I like the worship aspect of it but I think that really came from like music department and like just being so burnt out with music since I was in it for a year and a half that I just didn't want anything to do with it at all do you think that happens with a lot of people with music yeah I I would I think once music becomes a job it's really hard to enjoy it the same way you enjoyed it previously I talked to Drew about it and he said the same thing because he went through music he was a music education major in college and he was saying the same thing that like once music becomes your job it's kind of hard to enjoy it the same exact way that you had when you first got into music which is very true and it's hard to comprehend that but no I think it makes sense I think that's with a lot of things oh yeah definitely no I I see that with running I see a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh, try to do it like in in college and obviously it's a different level yeah like, you do it in Division One or Two or whatever, but, like, either way, it's a step up, is what I'm saying, if yeah. you do it in college, and um, whether you're on scholarship or not, it's, like, well, now you're doing this for a different reason of, maybe it's just for fun in high school, like, because it's with your friends, right. or it's just something for you to kind of stay active or stay fit, but then when you're in college, it can be just completely different, because you're with a whole new group of people, like, when you're a freshman or if you transfer, like, you're with a new group of people. Yeah. They might have the same goals as, you know, biking, running, and mm-hmm. wanting to do well, but it's just it's just different when you are doing that, and oh, yeah. not to say that it's, it's like a job, or it feels like a job, because I think most people who are in sports now, uh, for college, it's, it's not like that, you know, yeah. I, I don't really feel that, but there's still a sense of, well, as much as I like running, I have to do it to, like, perform well, like, I'm right. doing it to perform, it's it's uh we're running norma is just like a motivational thing for me where i don't have to get super motivated to do it yeah <laughs> but it's like more like it's actual discipline now mm-hmm. is, is do you think that's same with what you're saying with music where you yeah. kind of get to do it 
like for fun when you're motivated when you want to do it versus okay well now like Sunday at this time we have to do it we have to yeah. do these songs do you think it's yeah, restricting I, in that way or what yeah, do you think about that I think also it was hard because like you were saying like if you're with a whole new team in running like you're with a whole yeah. new group of musicians in college like I was mm. with the same group of mus- musicians like at least for band from sixth grade like my band director was the same from sixth grade to he retired during COVID so I left my junior year of high school oh that is a long time yeah so I had the same two we had two band directors at my high school and um so I had the same person from sixth to 11th and then he retired so I only had one new band director but it was it was hard because like all my friends didn't really want to do it as their career and at the time I did want to do it as my career so it was like I didn't really have a lot of friends coming into college that were going into music right 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 so I think it was it was really hard because it was like they're expecting me I feel like at least this is how I felt in the music program here was like they expected me to know so much but also know so little like they expected me to be a professional but, but also treat you like less. right yeah. so it, it was really frustrating because it's like I know I know I don't know everything but like I know some things and I felt like I wasn't being like treated as though I knew something at all mm, yeah so but also like you were saying it just felt like I had to do it I had to practice for my voice lesson she wanted me to practice six days a week for minimum 30, 45 minutes and then I had like my choirs each of my choirs I was in two choirs they wanted me to practice for minimum 30 minutes a day for each and then my oral skills class wanted me to practice for like 15 oral minutes. skills oral like oh, a oral skills a u r a l oh oh yeah oh, okay I got so it. it's like ear training basically what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. um she wanted us to practice for like 15 to 20 minutes a day and then my piano class wanted us to practice for like 15 to 20 minutes a day so it's just like so much that it was just like, I just don't want to do any of it. Like, I did this for fun. Now I'm having to do this for, like, yeah. a grade, I guess you could say. Like, even though I got graded in high school for, for like, band and choir, I still got a grade for it, but, like, it wasn't as... Like, significant. Yeah, I guess you could say, yeah. So, okay, so there's... So, at, at that time, you had to do singing, French horn. Yeah. Piano. And then... You're doing ear training. Right. And well, I was in marching band oh, my marching first band. semester of music school. So I was playing the mellophone. What is it? The mellophone. It's a marching French horn. Oh, it's a kind of French horn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, kind of. So it's like a yeah. trumpet, but like slightly bigger. Yeah, wait, yeah, what's the deal with that? Like, why are there so many different variations of like the same right. thing? I don't know exactly like I know it's gonna sound different but right how how different do we have to get down to the reason for the mellophone is because you can't really march with a horn like a French horn because the bell is facing backwards and you really want big bright sounds forward so um 
that's why we have the mellophone. But it's mm. the same thing with like the euphonium. It is they also have a marching instrument because they can't really play euphonium. Same with the tuba. You can't really carry a tuba like that. There's you have the sousaphone or I can't remember the other name for it. But yeah, there's a lot of different variations of instruments. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and it's I didn't almost know like overwhelming. Yeah, I didn't know some of them until like um, college, until I took a brass tech class yeah. where I had to learn how to play all of the brass instruments. That was really cool though. Is there like 40 or is there like... I don't, I don't know the exact number, but like... But is it like, is it a lot or is it just yeah. like... Not, not too there's much. like, there's a lot more for the more common instruments. So, like trumpet, they have a bunch of different. So you have the B-flat trumpet, which is what you normally think of. You have the C trumpet. You have the cornet. You have the bugle. Um, There's this, I think it's called a soprano trumpet. It's, like, really, really tiny. Oh, I've Um, heard of that. So, wait, so there's B and C, but there's not, like, the other keys? I think there's a cup. I think there's E-flat. What's well, B flat, C, E flat, but, but it, B flat is the no, the normal one that you think of. The classic one. Yeah. But if if they're gonna make some of those, like why not make the other ones? Is more like what I'm asking. I think. I mean, I guess because it's like you can really you can play any key that you want in those. Oh. Um. So it's like B flat isn't just to be able to play in the key of B flat. Like you can play any key in that. Oh. It's just tuned to a certain note. Yeah. So it gives you a different sound. So like B flat trumpet and C trumpet sound very different, but also like you can tell it's a trumpet. Mm-hmm. It makes they're also shaped differently. So C trumpet has like a longer bell area. So that it sounds different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Same with like horn. It's tuned to F. There's a whole thing about the horn because a lot of, like, it's, most people know it by the French horn, but it's not French. People just call it French horn because it's labeled F horn. Oh, actually? Yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure it's originated in Germany. Close enough. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, what do you think about... Because I was thinking about this when we did the, the Brazil Worship Night concert. Yeah. So I was, I was helping like greet people in mm-hmm. for that uh, worship fundraising thing, and I was kind of seeing how the band was like setting everything up, and it looked like really like stressful, because, like, and I'm not saying because it was the first time they were doing it, right. or because it's like maybe a group of people who haven't really done it before or something or because there's all these new songs but um because of how much like effort it took to make sure that like the speakers were working and there's all these wires like everywhere I know that's how it is for most like concerts and just maybe any time when you're at church for when they're doing music Mm -hmm. or even the BCM like on the stage but it's it feels like there's it almost feels like, as an outsider, kind of like looking into it, that it's really overcomplicated to get like the perfect like sound for everything to be right. 
and I know it's hard to get like you, you need practice obviously but it seems like there's a lot of like stress in getting like the sound equipment together yeah do you think it's necessary to have like all of these extra like wires and speakers making sure everything's like perfect perfectly set up like that if like the average person probably doesn't know how every song is going to be like perfectly played like it's not like they're going to miss a key on the piano and I'm going to be like oh they messed up there yeah. you know like usually people aren't going to notice those things do you think it's necessary to have all those when most people wouldn't really notice because I know the people playing are going to notice mm-hmm. so that might be more of like okay well I just want to perform well because because I'm playing and if yeah. I'm going to play I want to perform well but well, what do you kind of think about that uh I mean I know every every musician that I know is very very much a perfectionist um and that's just like one of the main things about musicians like you don't want to put something out there that's not good and we're very self-critical of ourselves like I don't think that I'm as good as everybody says that I am and um I just, that's just a normal thing. So I think a lot of a lot of people, musicians especially, like want it to sound one specific way. And if it doesn't, like if they mess up, it messes them up for the rest of the song. I know that's mm. especially for me too. Like I want everything to be just right. So where if I mess up, I can't. Like it it lessens the possibility for me to mess up the rest of the song. And I think one of the things is like when I'm performing I never know who is a musician and who isn't because it's not like like true when you're running like you can tell who's a runner and who's not like just by them running but like yeah. I don't I can't tell if somebody's like a trained musician or if they're not so it's like I well, want to play you, you well yeah or you're saying if they're in the audience or something right like oh. I don't know who's well, yeah. out there listening so I want to make sure I put my best foot forward and like like I said it just comes down to like perfectionism I think really is is the main thing do I think it's necessary like as I'm in the audience not really but as a performer I do because it's like you want to lessen like I was saying you want to lessen your chances of like feeling like you're gonna mess up in any Mm. way yeah, that just helps with, like, confidence, like, yeah. if everything's set up, then you're good. Yeah. And, and you know, like, when we had that concert, like, they did great, like, there was no, there was mm-hmm. nothing wrong, like, it was really good, but I'm just saying, like, for just any time I see someone setting up something, it's, it's just, uh, again, with the wires, like, I just see, like, a bunch of, like, yeah. wires going everywhere, I'm like, is it, couldn't it, couldn't it just be simple enough to just have, like, and I know we want to make it sound good by bringing all these other instruments, too, mm-hmm. and other people, but, like, can't you really just do like uh like maybe keyboard or piano guitar the singers and then like yeah you want it to reach like reach people so that people hear it but you know say it's you know like me and Rachel are in the BCM right now but like in this room people if everyone's quiet and listening like you don't need any of the speakers right like like people are gonna be able to hear it Mm -hmm. Does it sound that like? Do you think it sounds that much better with the speakers? Not really. Or anything. 
I think it's more for projection because I, okay. I think that's that's one thing like like if you're going to an opera they don't have mics on for the most part mm. opera singers don't yeah. because they've learned how to project but like here at the BCM like a lot of people aren't that like sing on stage I assume are not like trained professionally so they haven't learned how to project in a certain way to make sure everyone can hear them. Oh, that's true. Okay. So I feel like for like for musicians that aren't professionals, I think that it is kind of necessary. Mm. So okay. you'll be able to hear them, especially like acoustic guitar. You have to have something plugged in because you won't be able to hear it, even with like everyone being silent. You might be able to hear it a little bit. It just doesn't resonate as well as like a voice. Yeah. Or or something like that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I went to this one church in, in Chicago with my friend. I think it's I think it's called Soul City Church, and um, the like the power went out or something. Like really. Like as soon as I was walking into the building, I was like, <laughs> like I literally like opened my car door, and then I'm like parked right in front of it. And then I see, like, the lights turn out. I was like, oh, bro, like, right as I step out, like, okay. <laughs> like, like, maybe I shouldn't go to this one today. I guess. And uh, so I went in, and everyone's, like, kind of, like, panicking, like, trying, trying to, like, get the lights on, you know. And, uh, but then, so we, like, we went in. I met with my friend or whatever. And uh, so we're just sitting there just, like, in the dark. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're, you know, trying to get everything set up. And. They ended up just, uh, they, they ended up getting the power back, like, after, like, 10 minutes. But mm-hmm. in those 10 minutes, we just did, for the people who were going to be performing for, like, the few songs that they do before yeah. the sermon, uh, they just, like, all we did was just, like, sing and, like, had a guitar. Yeah. And there was no words on the screen because the power was out, so it was just singing, like, a song. I, I don't even think I, I knew the song, but they did, like, a, a, like two or three songs. And it was cool because it was like, oh, this is just like, this is just like us singing. And there's no like extra things needed. Uh, so that was like really special just kind of yeah. hear with like just like the voices and the, and, and the guitar. But uh, obviously it's going to be like a lot more fun and uh, better to have consistently have like other instruments right. and like the speaker, of course. But uh, that was just one thing I noticed that I wanted to bring up about like, it just feels like there's just a lot of things that we don't really need yeah but i know what i just said about that church i went to is more on the extreme side where it's mm-hmm. like okay guitar and your voices but it, so it was nice to have that it's like oh yeah like music doesn't have to be all these extra things but yeah it is going to help to have those extra things in yeah. other cases definitely i definitely think that it's good to like strip it back every once in a while like my favorite artists i love hearing their acoustic versions because no, you me can too. hear their voices better yeah because yeah. it's like, I mean, you could say what you want to say, but I think almost every single person in the music business uses auto-tune at least a little bit on their voice in, like, their studio albums and stuff like that. Do you like think that. that's bad? I think so. Because it gives you, like, a false sense of what people people sound like. Especially for, like, young musicians and young singers especially. I think that it it can be damaging to them being like, oh my gosh, I don't sound like this person. Mm. But you also have to think, like, one, your body is 
like your whole mechanism like your whole instrument is completely different from somebody else and secondly they most likely have been practicing and perfecting this for years and years and years and also they're probably using a little bit of autotune but when you listen to other people's music it's so that it sounds good not so that you're just hearing just the natural oh yeah i mean in some ways you want to be like oh like i hope that's the real voice yeah but in another sense like oh well if it sounds better then i'm gonna hear it i'd rather hear it that way yeah i think yeah i think people i think people take it auto-tune too far when they when they use it on stage oh yeah okay yeah yeah i think that's true you know like i know or like lip syncing like mariah carey a couple years ago on new year's eve oh really do you not remember that i don't think i like cared enough to like recognize it i don't know there's a whole big big thing because like she forgot some of the words i think to some of her music what and like she was she just didn't say anything and she was just like hey and (laughs) like the the track was going on and she was supposed to be lip-syncing yeah that's crazy because it's your own song but i guess if you make a ton of music yeah forget but yeah, I don't know. Definitely can't relate to that. No. <laughs> wow. I've definitely forgotten music before, like while performing. But not your own music. No, though. not my own music. I don't write. No. Because there's like there's more meaning to that. Like you can have yeah. a favorite song and attach meaning. Right. And you're more likely to forget things that don't have meaning than if they do. So like if you're making it, I don't know. That's just. Well, also I think a lot of people don't write their own music anymore. I mean, there's definitely some artists that do write mu- their own music, but I highly doubt Mariah Carey wrote every single one of her songs. Probably, yeah. She probably has somebody else that writes them. And now ChatGBT is going to be writing people's songs. Literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. But. I think not writing your own song is worse than, like, probably lip syncing, but also auto-tune. Yeah. Well, well what do you think? I feel like, I mean, like, I don't know, like, because the reason why lip syncing would be a problem is because you go to see someone perform. Yeah, you paid all that money. And, like, you want to, you, you just want to see them for who they are at that point. Yeah. Like, you're clearly, like, a big fan if you're going to a concert. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you know, not every concert you're a big fan of, whoever it is. But, like, odds are if you're going, you're going to, to see them. You know? Yeah. Whether you're going with friends or not, like, you're choosing to go. So you want to see, like, the real person. Hmm. Or a band or whatever. Huh. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you play any instruments? I know you play a little bit of piano. Yeah, I I did some piano, um, like self-taught. Just playing whatever songs I wanted to learn just yeah. on YouTube. Like not even trying to learn music theory because it's it, it's just like like I hate to say it, but I feel like it's almost too late to like learn like an instrument like that. No. Or not, not like that, just any. And not saying, not saying I, like I can't do it, I don't believe in myself to do it, but you know how, how much easier it is to learn like a language or an instrument when you're younger oh, yeah. compared to now? Like, it's so hard. It's hard to learn now, especially if I'm not taking classes and doing these things week to week. Like, I'm, I know I'm not fully committed enough to, to do that right now. I don't yeah. have like time to do that. Yeah. So, 
as much as I want to like get good at it, it that's just not going to be one of those things where I can like beat like the 1% of people who <laughs> are able to push through and do that, you know, because... Oh, yeah. Uh, was well, also hard, yeah. especially for like band instruments, it's hard to learn if you're not in school because you have to pay for the instrument and if you don't if you end up like not liking it mm. because yeah so you can't even start at that point yeah instruments are stupid expensive like I was looking at a horn because I wanted to buy one when I was still a music major and one of the cheap ones was about one thousand to two thousand dollars that's so much yeah it's just, and that's for like a used, cheap. What? Yeah. For a used one? Yeah. Some of the like really nice ones are up, upwards, like a professional ones, upwards to like four to six. I feel like I feel like nothing should be like more than a thousand dollars. Just yeah. like anything. <laughs> like I know that wouldn't work, but just like in my head, like I feel like nothing should be more than a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. At least, like, something like that, where it's something that's actually going to be fun to use or play. And I was like, oh, well, you can't. It's this much. Yeah. Like, in in middle school, I remember, like, the the music store here in town, um, they rented out instruments to, like, the sixth graders. And, like, you paid monthly. It was almost like a car payment. You paid oh. monthly for your instrument until you paid it off, and then it was yours. So you're, like, renting oh, that's cool. to own kind of thing. Okay, okay, I, I think I like that more. So, but, like... Can you return it at any time? Yeah, but oh. you don't get any money back. Yeah, you won't get it back, but, yeah. like, at least you can... Okay. Which is which is nice, but I don't know if they do that for, like, a normal... Like, somebody that's not in middle school mm-hmm. trying to learn an instrument. Right, right, right. So... Which, that would be nice. You have to pay for all the, like, maintenance and that kind of thing. Yeah, so, like, in, in the end, you're still spending a lot. Yeah. But, no, I couldn't I couldn't keep... Like, I still I still have a keyboard. Like, I paid for a keyboard. Um, and in, in paying for it, that was kind of, a, like, a motivator. Of like, okay, well, I paid for it. I better use it. Yeah. And I always say that if I'm going to start something, I want to, like, keep doing it. And that's what I was talking about, the, the 1% thing, where it's, like, a lot of people, like, try new things, and then once they realize it's hard, like, they'll give up. Yeah. And that happens to, like, to everyone. That happens to everyone. But um, for certain things, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to try to be, <laughs> like, just to motivate myself, like, I'll try to be the 1% that can get past this. So uh, I, I did that with, for example, like, like juggling. Like, I can juggle, like, three balls. Really? Yeah. So when I was learning how to do it, it was like really hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, for any skill, anything, whatever it is, uh, like most people will be like excited to start it. And then they realize like how hard it is. And then they don't get past like, um, it, it's called the valley of despair. That's like a psychological thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you can make it past that, which is just like, like just trudging through all the like frustration essentially mm-hmm. and just, even when you feel like you're not getting better and that it's just super hard and it's not going anywhere, you still keep going. Then you realize, like, oh, wait, I can do this. Like, I'm seeing progress now. And then once you get to that point, 
then it starts getting becoming like fun to do. Yeah. So if it's a skill, and that, I always use juggling as the example because it's like a perfect example. It's like once I'm able to start moving the balls around, it's like, okay, well now, now that I can, like say I have three of them, now that I can move each to one hand and catch it, now I can do more. And like basically it's just recognizing that like I can do this now. Right. And once you get that, then it becomes more fun and then it's like really, uh, then essentially you'll like, you're an expert. So, um, not not literally, but like yeah, it, it's fun enough to where you don't even have to be disciplined to do it anymore. It's just motivating. So right. now I can do it for fun and not really have to think about it because it's more of an automatic mm-hmm. like skill. But I, I I feel like I couldn't get there with the, the piano for for it to be like really fun for me. Just kind of learn anything. Um, stops out my head. I feel like I'm still like a little bit of a ways away from getting to the point where. I can just be like, oh, well, now I'm going to be able to just hear this song and know this. But, again, I don't really know exactly what my goal would be in learning it. I just thought it would be fun to learn it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I did it for a while, but uh, I had to make a decision, like, am I going to – am I just going to do this, like, two or three times a week, or am I going to do it every single day for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time, or am I not going to do it for a while and come back to it later? And that's that's – where I'm at right now I just haven't really been been doing it because uh I'm so like one or the other where if I'm gonna start something I better be like on top of it yeah if I'm not I better not so I try not to do that with everything so I think being extreme like that is not really like good or healthy yeah but for something like a skill that I don't really have to do and that it's a little bit more feels like discipline than motivation uh kind of like what you were saying with how music was at that one point for mm-hmm. you where it felt like it was just harder to do than for how fun it was I was like maybe I'll take a break from that and I'll focus on other things that can actually mm-hmm. like there's a lot of other fun things I get to do like just running for example so I can focus on other things for like fun I guess um, yeah piano's hard yeah. I people I, say it's the easiest to learn I don't no. know I don't know if it is I took I mean like it's easy it, it's it's relatively easy to start cause it's right there and you just have to like use your hands but like to do really good at it it's really hard like I took a year and a half of piano because I had to and it was probably one of the hardest things I've done just because it like I'm just not very coordinated with both sides of my body at the same time like I can I can walk and run without falling over but like I can't I'm not very good at playing stringed instruments because I just can't finger and strum at the same time or like bow and then piano was just really hard because doing the left and the right at the same time was just very different yeah and they're different it was just very confusing to my brain like I could do it kind of with my hands doing the same thing like a scale or something like that yeah but as soon as I got to like playing a song that's when it got really, really hard because I was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, I don't know if my brain can do this right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember trying to learn. I would do, I would learn one hand for one piece of the song and then one hand for the other part, uh-huh. which is supposed to be at the same time. And working on it at the same time is so hard because obviously, like, you have to do two things at once. Yeah. And then eventually it can click and then you can do it. But to getting to that like aha moment was always like super awesome. Like that was fun. Like that's what I liked about the piano. Yeah. Is that, like 
uh, it's kind of like what I was saying with the psychology explanation. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so frustrating, and then finally, once you get it, it's like, oh, yes, now let me try it again. And then you finally get it to where it's like, oh, now this is, like, fun. Like, yeah. the work is done. Now it's fun. Yeah. But I want to go back to what you said about the, the acoustic, or, yeah, the, the acoustic music. Uh-huh. Um, I've been randomly just seeing, like, that pop up on, like, YouTube music. Because I have YouTube music, and I think that's, like, the best music platform. <laughs> but, uh... And it was kind of like recommended me like different songs, and I, I guess it is like you can hear their voices a lot better. Mm. But I just remember hearing it, and I was like, man, I almost like this better than the original song. Do you do you feel like that too, or yeah. do you think it's just because it's like a new version of the song essentially? I like. I don't know. I never really thought about it like that. I do like acoustic, but it makes sense because I listen to mainly country music, so like. Mm it goes hand in hand kind of it sounds pretty much the same i would say i like it almost like slightly better because it's it's more stripped down i guess you could say it's not all this extra stuff like you were saying it's like almost it's like more simple and back to the fact of like we're just singing this because it's it's cool and we like to sing and we like to make music and it's not like wanting this to be perfect Because I feel like in a lot of acoustic music, it's not, like, the best performance. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm not saying that, like, it's not, like, them doing the exact thing that's on the page. It's more, like, go with the flow, I guess you could say. That's, like, a bad word. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. So, I do like acoustic music better but I think that also comes from liking country music a lot you think so yeah because <laughs> I just love the sound of a guitar and somebody's voice yeah it just sounds very nice they go especially like I love listening to like I feel like a an acoustic guitar and like a man a male tenor voice just sound really nice together so yeah I don't know why like I came across it but like you know it'll be the song name and then in parentheses it's like acoustic and I'm like I say I don't really know what acoustic means I just <laughs> see it and I'm like okay it's a different I'm like okay it's it's a different clearly it's a different version of the song that I like yeah so if it's a song I like I'll just listen to it and then yeah but yeah I didn't even realize that it's I guess it is always like simpler and it's just their voice so yeah that's it's cool Definitely. What are your favorite artists? My my top artist on my, my Spotify uh, wrapped, because it just came out yeah. a, couple, a couple weeks ago, was um, a group called Muscadon Bloodline. It's um, two guys from Mobile, Alabama. And they sing country music. Country, yeah. Um, I actually just went to Colorado to see them perform. Really? In November. Yeah, for my birthday. My brother bought me tickets because he oh, lives out in so Colorado. Oh, that's so cool. So he knew it was your favorite. Yeah, well, I asked him to because I was like, I really want to see them. But they've already come to Kentucky and Cincinnati. So it was like, yeah, they came this summer and I didn't want to go by myself. Right. Because there wasn't a lot of people here in Bowling Green at that time. But also none of my friends that were here like country music. Mm-hmm. So enough to pay for a ticket to go see them and drive a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So I just 
went to Colorado. Me and my brother went. Did you fly there? Yeah. Dang. Just for the weekend. So where in Colorado was it? Colorado Springs. Oh, so it's like mountainous, right? Yeah. They have okay. Pikes Peak. Um, they built a bunch of beautiful mountains. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we just went. It was on Thursday. So I flew out Wednesday and then came back Sunday. Wait, say it again. I'm trying to process how long that was. I went, I left Wednesday from BNA, from Nashville, and then came back Sunday night. Oh, so that was like, that wasn't like just a small trip. Yeah, it was, it was like a few days. Yeah, it was like four, four days there. Oh. Oh, so, okay, okay. That makes sense. You stayed there for a long time, too. Yeah. Because my brother and his wife live there, and my sister-in-law's um, family, mm, she's okay. from Colorado Springs. But my brother's just stationed out there for the military. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang, that is cool. But I I was in the top 0.005% of <laughs> listeners. No way. That's actually so rare because I feel like, I feel like uh, when we see those like stats where it tells you you're in the top whatever, it's just like 0.02 yeah, or something. Yeah, no, it was 0.005. So what is that, one out of every, or yeah, I don't even, I don't even know. But I have no idea. I'm not good But I listened to them the for, I think, six, over 6,000 minutes this year. I don't know what that is. What? 6,000 minutes. I don't know. Like, I can't even give an approximate. Or I'm sure it's over, well, yeah, if it's, if it's a six. That's 100 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be like a 10. Roughly, then, because it was over number. it was over 6,000. <laughs> okay, wait, so 100 hours? Uh, over 100 hours, yeah, of listening to just their music. So that's over over four days of just, like, if you just had to, like, their albums on a repeat. Like. Yeah, <laughs> which I did have their, their most recent album on repeat all summer. Just because I, I loved it so much. It was so good. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, the main thing I listened to. That and then worship music. Yeah. Those are the only two things I listened to. Really? Yeah. Wait, so that band specifically in worship no, or country? country and, country and worship. Country, okay. Worship. Or, like, Christian music. Yeah, any form of Yeah. Thing. My, like, country album, my country playlist is, like, seven hours long or something like that. Yeah, seven hours and 32 minutes. I kind of wish they made, like, the Spotify wrapped and the, the YouTube music wrapped, like, all the way to the end of the year. Yeah. It's that like, doesn't make sense. Like, I actually looked up something about it, but what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, like, you'd, you'd think that it'd come out in December and not at the end of November. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I looked it up, and apparently they have to gather all the data throughout the year. And, um, so the Spotify came out, like, the 30th. a week or two ago? Oh, yeah, of so, November. Oh, so it was the 11 months. Um, I mean, how hard is it to just keep going through December yeah. and then just give the data, uh, in, in January. January, I guess. It, it probably wouldn't be on the 1st if you're getting it all the way to December right. 31st. But I feel like I'd rather... I don't know. I mean, 
don't know. And the other thing is that in December, a lot of times people are going to be listening to Christmas music. Yeah. So that might skew some of like the, the data, right. I guess. But that's still part of the year. So yeah. For me, I would I would rather just wait. Like, I wonder if they mid January. Do you know if they use December? For the next year? They don't. They don't? They, they don't. just don't use December at all? No, for my quick Google search, <laughs> it's a January 1st to, like, sometime in November and December. Or huh. not, not December, sorry. Sometime in November. October November. It, it definitely gets October, but... Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird, though. So it's just 10 or 11 months, and it doesn't, like... I don't know. Huh. That's not the whole year to me. I want to know what the, like... Like, I want to know what position... Like, I wish they would show, like, with your top, because they tell you, like, the percentage that you're in. You're in. Yeah. Like, I'm in the top 0.005% of listeners. But, like, how many people were above me? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. No, I know what you like, mean. Like, that like, would be cool. Yeah, because, like, the percentage doesn't do anything for me. Right. <laughs> like, like the, the one that you got where it said 0.005, like, that's crazy because... That, like, you don't even have to have any context. You just know that, like, you're one of the top people. Yeah. But if if it's someone like, uh, like a band that nobody knows about, it's like, okay, well, of course you're going to be in the top. Right. Whatever. So, or if it's, like, Taylor Swift and you're in the top, like, 10%, like, that probably doesn't mean much. very much. But I, I don't know. So it would be nice to know the actual number. Yeah. But that's also that's a lot hard. more yep. for them to do. Yeah. Because well, they have so many... Well, I don't know because... <laughs> I don't know because if, if you have... If you have the percentage, then you, you should have the total number. That's true. I don't even know. They should, they should do that. And if they do that, then they need to give us credit for it. Since yeah. we came up with it. Yeah, we got it right here. Yeah, exactly. On the right track. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'd like to fix about how they how they do that. But I love the concept. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so cool. It's fun to see that. Like, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think cool. that's also another reason why people stay with Spotify. It's yeah. the Spotify wrapped. Mm-hmm. Because people want to know, like, how much they listen to music or, like, what artists they listen to the most. Yeah. Their top artist, top song, that kind of thing. It kind of proves, like, also who was... Like, who, who was on the wave for certain music before yeah. like they got popular or vice versa? Exactly. So, yeah. Definitely. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up for music? Or? I don't think so. I feel like I could keep talking about music. Oh, honestly. yeah. But, um, yeah, up, up to you. Is there anything else? Not really. All right, well, this has been the Right Track with Brad, um, Rachel Harwood, and... Yeah, that's it. Peace. Peace.